Special thank you to our sponsors of Russ Reels Live, the Alzheimer's Association. Special thanks to Mark Flowers for underwriting that ad and CNC Woodcutters. For more information on CNC Woodcutters and their services, go to cncwoodcutters.com. And for more information on the Alzheimer's Association and how to give to this amazing organization, go to alz.org. Welcome, everybody, to Russ Reels Live at 4 p.m. this Thursday, um, and I am so excited to have you all here. It is just an amazing group that I have together for today's show. We're going to talk about how to avoid burnout. You know, in so many industries, uh, whether it's a medical field or any occupation, there's so many people that are encountering this nowadays, burning out from their jobs and, and life, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But first, before we jump onto that, I wanted to remind you, this is Russ Reels Live here every Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time for your listening and viewing pleasure. Glad to have you with us. And, you know, such an amazing community that we have here um, on uh, social media. LinkedIn is amazing. Uh, people watching on Facebook and YouTube. And I appreciate all of you being here today. Don't forget that this show not only is broadcasting live right now, but it will also sit on the platforms after you're done. You can watch on replay. If you miss part of the show or you want to share it with somebody, share this thing out because whether they can watch live or on replay, you can still see it. Plus, it also converts to audio podcasts. So it'll also be available shortly after on um, all your favorite iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, all of those things. So, uh, it is there for your listening uh, pleasure as well if you're driving along. So don't forget that. I appreciate everybody being here. You know, I love to connect with people. The best way to connect with me is RussHedge.com. That's the best way to find out all about me. Who is this Russ guy? What is he all about? Well, you can go to RussHedge.com, find all that. I'd love for you to connect on any of the platforms that you love. If you love LinkedIn, connect there. If you love Instagram or Facebook, connect there, wherever I would love to connect with you. And also, I would love for you to share this and subscribe on YouTube, right? Go to YouTube and become part of our community. You can just go to rustreels.live. That's right. Rustreels.live will get you there. You can open a separate window right now. Scoot over there. If you're not already subscribing, scoot over there. Click open a separate window. Hit rustreels.live and subscribe today. Not only do you get all the amazing uh, notices about the amazing upcoming content like today's show, but you get access to all my past shows, Russ Reels Live, Marketing with Russ, all the great stuff. So I have had and been blessed with so many amazing people, so many great friends uh, that bless me with their time and their knowledge and their talents. You don't want to miss that. It's amazing. So go to rustreels.live and subscribe today. And don't forget, like I said before, please share right now. That share button's right there. You can just click it and share it and off you go. So thank you for that. So I want to get the party started today because we have a lot to talk about in so little time. So we're going to start in here with my little sis, Dr. Nupi Aurora. She's first. Oh, yes, you. That's right. You're coming on. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, Nupi. Hi, Russ. I was so I was literally so busy saying hello to everybody. Do you know it's really nice being a guest? 
I don't know what I'm doing there. It's really <laughs> nice to be a guest and I can just freestyle there you go oh, yeah. well, you, you freestyle Hi, anyway i mean you freestyle whether you're the guest or the host that is actually so <laughs> true yes and that's the best way to be thank you ross hedge for having me on your show today well you're so welcome thank you for being on my show today and, and actually can i just say something actually yeah. i'd have killed you had you not had me on this panel considering <laughs> the topic that we're speaking about i was like yes. i was the first one to reply within I think you literally sent the invite out. And I was like, uh, yeah, of course. Burnout warrior. Of <laughs> course it. I'm going to come. That's it. Well, you yeah. know what? Before we get into all that great stuff that you are an expert in, why don't we start by you telling the one or two people that don't know you who you are and what you're all about. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, I am Dr. Noopy, the glitter practitioner. I feel like I'm starting my show. I'm just waiting for the drums. Um <laughs> I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody who's coming. I can see Constance, I, CJ, Nicole, oh, Juliet. This is just fabulous. Thank you, guys. Um, so I am a doctor. I'm a general practitioner, family physician in the UK. And I am also a spiritual and transformation life coach. I am a healer. I am writing my book at the minute. Well, two. And what else? What else do I do, Ross? Oh, I, I present my own live stream shows, um, which I absolutely love doing, which is live with a glitter practitioner every Monday noon Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. GMT. <laughs> and my passion, somebody, I am a burnout warrior. And the reason I say that is because I burnt out 12 years ago and it was the most hideous time. It really, really was. But it was my blessing and I wouldn't change it for anything. It is what woke me up. And it's how I created my F list, which is my holistic prescription, which is really the heart of me. Everything I do, be it coaching, be it doctoring. It's my coaching program. It's, it's pretty much everything. And what it is, is a my passion is showing other people and empowering them to truly understand what their health needs are, their whole self, how to realign those needs, how to keep them in tip top, just completely restored. And that is when you become aligned with yourself. And when that starts to happen, you gotta go there, there's processes as well. But my framework essentially guides you through this with my support. And that is when you are when you become aligned with your passions, your purpose, things that really light you up, bam, that's when the glitter really, really starts to flow. And your physescence <laughs> goes like a fountain. There you go. And we're going to let the fountain continue in a moment. But okay, next, sorry. I know. Bring... <laughs> I got a bit carried away. I can't help it. This is my passion. It so is great. Nice. You're doing great. All right. We're going to bring Mia in because she's ready. She's ready to go. Here she is. Mia. Hi, guys. How do I follow? How do I follow Noopies? Uh, just, just this. <laughs> no. Well, you know what? It, yeah. It's hard to do, but if anybody can pull it off, you can. So it is yeah. so, what a blessing to have you here. You are awesome um, to be here with us today. And Mia, give everybody a rundown. Who are you? Well, first of all, thank you, Russ, for having me as one of your often guests. So I really do appreciate you having me here. And then to have a newbie here, I mean, what a blessing. 
So hi everyone, I'm Afamia. I was a former educator turned community manager, but I am a mix of instructional technology and I am also the unicorn connector that you will see literally on LinkedIn, finding ways to literally bridge the gap between myself, the people around me, and I just thrive on building relationships. And that's my passion uh, as a community manager. And there's so much more, but I don't want to take up time because you know, I love you. You're my like glitter queen. Um, We're going to yeah, have you. Have we're going to have you give newbie lessons on that. So the next, uh, <laughs> and I tell you, these two people, George and Vanessa are amazing. So blessed yeah. to have them here. Here they are in the house. Woo, woo, woo. Hello, everyone. Uh, hello, Hero Russ. <laughs> just so happy to be in your orbit. You are the man. You are the example. You're just, you're awesome. Um, You're making me blush. Uh, um, oh, queen of the glittered kingdom. <laughs> oh, nice to be with you. No, no, no. You've got the other yes, thing that you always say. Yes. Your glitteredness. Yes, your, your glitteredness. Thank you. Yes, so, yes. so happy to be with you. For me, a nice, absolutely wonderful to share the stage with you. Thank you. It's my pleasure as well. Well, it's so great to have you guys here, and I'm going to let you pick who goes first, but tell everybody a little bit about George and Vanessa. Who is Dr. Jeep? Come on. Well, um, uh, I'm, I'm a physician, family physician, have been so for, um, let's see, how many he years? He always does this. How many he years? He hasn't He's years. asked that all 30, the time. 30, 32 years, not currently in practice, doing... Um, what our what my passion is really what Vanessa's passion is and that is um, coaching um, healthcare professional relationships um, that have been in um, just under attack by our um, by by working in our uh, current healthcare situation not just in this country but worldwide and um, it's our mission to help with that and we have lived uh, um, such a marriage for 30 years in November. So we have lived all the, the eight points and um, we have a lot to offer, a lot to share. And we want people to be able to survive um, the burnout uh, that affects our relationships. Yeah, so when you are finished with Dr. Noopy getting you fizzled up into perfect shape, uh, then we will help you with your relationship, and it will be totally well-rounded. Mind-blowing. Oh. <laughs> I like My that. I like that. They are so cute. I love them. Seriously. <laughs> I absolutely love them. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. So oh, We love we you. Let's get this discussion started because, you know, this is, it is a serious topic, but we still can have fun. You know, when oh, we're on yeah. here, we want people to know that we're here uh, having a, a good positive attitude and we can have a little fun, but this is a serious subject about burnout. Yeah. We're going to start with you, Noopy, because okay. you have, you've directly um, encountered this yeah. and, you know, a lot of people deal with this. People don't realize the number of people going through this struggle. So Absolutely. take it away. Go ahead. So I guess I think you're right. You know, it doesn't have to be a burnout shit, quite frankly. It was hideous. And I hit rock 
bottom. And when I say rock bottom, I've, I'm a high achiever. I'm a personality that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily know there was something wrong. I was a giver, a people pleaser, perfectionist, unrelenting standards, all these things, which they're the perfect, they're the perfect combination to a degree that makes you the physician, all that compassion and empathy and the intuition, all of that. That's, that's what you need, but it can come with a double-edged sword if you are not aware of boundaries, how to maintain your own needs and, mm-hmm. you know, the self put, putting other people first. And that's exactly, especially as a woman, I was, what was I? I was probably, I was, um, the kids were just about eight months old, the twins, mm-hmm. and returning back to work after mat leave, really trying to, it was normal practice, really proving my worth there that you know nothing's going to get in in the way of my career as a GP partner I'm there and it was giving and giving and giving this beautiful energy to everybody but myself and at the height of burnout I didn't know who I was anymore I I I actually I was a shriveled up I I described it as a a just complete weed but Mm. I also had a part to play in that because I wasn't asserting my needs. I didn't even know what the hell they were. And nor did I reach out and say, I'm actually really not okay. And and it was it was horrible. And you know, it it got way worse. And that's why I am so passionate about sharing my story. So if one even if whoever listens to this, if they recognize themselves either not when I'm really right in that pit in the fire and burnt to a crisp on that slippery slope on the way down and it's raising that awareness it's you know what it's okay we've got you reach out so it's it's horrible it can also be your absolute blessing and awakening as well which is what I what's what my experience yeah. And I think you're such a blessing in sharing with others because you've had that experience mm-hmm. and you, you can reach out and help others. And, you know, besides just yeah. occupation, this happens yeah. in life and marriages and yeah. yeah. all kinds of things. Um, uh, George, Vanessa, you guys take it away. I, I think the uh, in in Noopy in her in her such a beautiful way that she normally does is. Um, you have to, uh, at some point, recognize it or understand that something's wrong, whether you know what it is or not. Um, something's going on. You're you're starting to be different. And I writing was writing uh, an article today, and one of the things I talk about. Um, and this isn't just like Russ said. This is just isn't just in medicine. You know, we we happen to have the most. Um, experience uh, because I'm a doctor and and, uh, Vanessa has been my um, super partner for all the years that we've been together. So she's had to live through um, a lot of this. But um, for instance, um, you know, you're done at work. Your work's been hell. What's it been about? Is is it been the the patients? Has it been staff? Has it been an administrator you've had to talk to or or something? something's gone wrong and you're just, you're spent. There's nothing left 
physically or emotional. And you start to find yourself, you get in a car and, and the car almost drives itself to a, yeah. to a bar. Mm -hmm. uh, and, oh, you know, I, I need a drink. And you may not even be doing it consciously. But what happens is it's affecting the people who are waiting for you at home. Mm -hmm. Are you meaning to hurt them? Initially not, no. but you're you're looking for a way uh, or a or something. It's a cry for help. A cry, yeah, and it's so a then cry for help. so then you may have a couple of drinks or a beer, and you go home and um or have a couple of pints of or ice whatever. Cream. Yeah, or you you walk through the door and you have people waiting for you, you there, and and you should be just absolutely ecstatic to see them, but you start to look at, oh, no, well, this is just another responsibility that I have to deal with after having had the responsibility of dealing with 30 different people that I've seen all day, plus um, my staff, plus this and that. And so something that should give you joy, something that should be a, a, a good space for you to be in, as well as your partner, turns out to be something that's not, and it, it, it needs to, you need to start looking and saying, self-reflecting, being aware, what's going on? And um, that's the first step to doing something about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it just, when you're married or when you're with a partner, you kind of intuitively know each other, right? So when there are certain behaviors that start changing, it's just one of the things that starts that chain and spiral downward. And when a small change happens between a couple, that can set them up for more disconnection. And that's the last uh, thing. Yeah. 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 Newby, go ahead. You want to say something? Yeah, I was going to say it's it's the subtle things actually because when people think of burnout, it's often very crash and burn. Mm -hmm. But it's the it's the like Jeep said, it's those behavior changes and it's this disconnection from yourself, from everybody mm -hmm. else, and then how that plays out. It's this absolutely bone weary fatigue no matter how much sleep you may have mm -hmm. you just can't feel that you're refreshed and it's these you know getting snappier getting more irritable and becoming very cynical and maybe mm -hmm. in terms of high anger um in terms of your job satisfaction maybe that was your passion and all of a sudden you just can't bear it and it just it's, it's like the Dementors from um, Harry Potter. Um, it's like your, your life force is being sucked out of you. It's, and, and physically, the other thing is physically people don't always recognize that those aches and pains, the headaches, the stomach issues, it's, it's chronic stress, but it's all interlinked. I ignored those signals for frigging ages. I put it down to oh, it's me, you know, it's the twins, they're waking up, I've had interrupted sleep, that's why I'm so tired. I didn't stop and go, okay, how am I? How am I really? I knew deep down inside, but I wasn't listening to this. I was just doing my head. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the most loneliest 
isolating. Ugh. It's like being in a yeah. it's like being in a black hole and all mm. that's going round. This is how I recall. And it was long enough, it was 12 years ago for heaven's sake, but you know, that feeling of I'm stuck in this void and there's this song on repeat on loop. It's Groundhog Day. You're on autopilot to the mm. point where you just don't give a shit. Mm. And then it's this yeah. this this song track of name, shame, blame, constantly on repeat. That's right. that's what it is. And there's well, just no way out. It's horrible. The, Ugh. This whole disconnection thing that mm. you're talking about, people wanting to disconnect from life, mm. you know, and as being somebody that loves to connect community. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, yeah. you see this. I, I see this in uh, what's going on. People that come on to social media, LinkedIn and community and they jump in and they're they dive in and then they suffer burnout. Yes. I, I can think of a, several people in my head right now <laughs> and they disappear. They disconnect yeah. and they unplug. Yeah. And that is that could be dangerous. Right. Yeah. Man? yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, you guys hit so many uh, good points that I can relate to. Um for me, I suffered because I can relate to Nupi and then, you know, Dr. G. Fu and Vanessa said some really great things. I was an educator for over 15 years and there were, and I'm a perfectionist. I'm a recovering perfectionist now, um, but there were so many state mandated laws that were so unrealistic. Um, the expectations were through the roof. We were evaluated um, even if, um, a student didn't meet a certain benchmark. So if they had come from another country, they were expected at the end of the year to be speaking fluent English. And we were judged, evaluated on that. And if they didn't meet that, they came back after us with our evaluations. So then we would be rated either highly effective, meet expectations or ineffective. So to have those stress factors put on you are like literally labels floating in the air. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna meet the expectations or not. Um, so that put me in a really, really, um, bad burnout hole. So Nupi, when you talked about being caged for me, it was like being in a bird cage going in there every yeah. single day. I felt so trapped. I didn't know what to do. I didn't understand what was going on and what I was doing. Going back to what Dr. Jeep said, I was shifting blame on people around me, my family, yeah. friends, colleagues, because I didn't understand what was happening and I started blaming people for what was happening. And I started becoming a person who I didn't recognize anymore in the mirror. I'm like, who is she? I don't know who she is. That's I don't know said. what she's about. Yeah. Um, and I went off the grid for about two years because I was completely and utterly burned out. And nobody understood where I was coming from. So when I did reach out for help, everybody kind of just patted my arm and just wanted to put a Band-Aid on it and say, you're fine, suck it up. And I'm like, yeah how do I suck up the fact that I need, <laughs> I need help. I really need help. So that's why being in community is such a big deal to me because of the community piece, the connectedness, because I know how much people want to belong somewhere because it's hard when you're sitting there trying to figure out, does anybody see me? Do they understand me? Do yeah. they where I'm coming from? Are you willing to listen to me just for five minutes? I just want you to listen, but a lot of people want that and they long for that. And I'm just hoping, you know, to be the person that at least drives people together to make them feel like you do have a space here. And I need you to talk and empower your voice because, you know, to me nowadays, 
if something bothers me, I make it to a point that I'm very clear about how I'm feeling. And it's from a place of love and respect because I used to be the one that bottled everything in. And that's what led to my burnout. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think think connection, community, and uh, good communication is what people need. But what people do is they end up doing what happened to us during COVID, they end up isolating themselves, yeah. pulling away. And so they do the exact opposite of what they really need because mm. they, they want to avoid that. Plus, people don't really want to be vulnerable about what they're actually going through. You have to get to that point, yeah. newbie. I mean, you had to get to that point yeah. where you were willing to accept this is what's going on, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's such a good point because, you know, you'd kind of think, I could do this. I could, I could hold space for other people, no problem. And I remember in sort of the last few weeks before I allowed myself to crash and burn, three or four mummies had come in and I was doing extra because of the way the clinics were run. And it was my mother baby clinic. And it was three mums, you know, youngish, just juggling, frazzled and trying to do it all, spinning plates. And I was very, you know, this is what you... You've got to put your needs first. You matter. Da, da, da. And, and I remember thinking at the end of this clinic, God, you know what? I think if somebody said that to me, actually, I think I might listen if it was said in the way that I had said it. And it was just a fleeting mm-hmm. moment. I still didn't speak up. And it was out of you know, you know, often think, what is the barrier to speaking up? What is the barrier? And I think as a physician, per se, it's very much suck it up. You know, everybody does this and this is the norm. And ever since my burnout, I guess, since recovering, I'm like, no, says who? Mm-hmm. F that. No. If you're not okay, that is validated because that's how you feel. And it's exploring with curiosity what perhaps is going on underneath that is that somebody maybe needing more training for example that's why they're feeling overwhelmed what else could it be it's not that person being a complete and utter failure which was what was going on in my head that if I say anything I am an absolute worthless piece of and that's what I truly believed and I was just a complete shell of a person. I didn't recognize who I was. Mm-hmm. But there's always there's always hope, and that's the thing. And I think it's just giving self-grace, being kind to yourself. And I think we forget that. I think the most the ones who are the most compassionate, you know, you give, give, give to so many people and you forget about extending mm-hmm. that to self first. You you're the most important person, not in a big-headed, arrogant way, but that's where the the where that's where it starts. That's that's where it has to start. And, and, and it's giving permission. And a say. great a great analogy that was awesome. And a great analogy is when you're in the plane. <clears throat> pardon me. When you're in the plane and the flight attendants instruct you to put your oxygen mask on exactly. so that you can be good for your children and and really that's it like you need to keep breathing in life and and taking care of yourself so that you do have the time and the energy to be good for everyone else 
What you have to, I think an important thing for you to remember, especially when you're in a relationship is not only is this burnout affecting you, but you have to be aware of how it's affecting your significant other. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it's, they're going to help you. I mean, you have to do a lot of self-care as, as you've said so often, my glitteredness. Um, (laughs) As you so often it's so it's so it's so true but you also need help and you have to allow yourself to be helped and it's unfortunate that our society and i believe we're we're on a change but we're changing but it's unfortunate that our society recognizes that asking for help equals (laughs) failure and we're out there to say it absolutely does not you are saving yourself. You know, Vanessa, I struggled a lot with, um, you know, there was a lot of shame and embarrassment um, coming out and telling people that I needed help because when I tried to, it was completely ignored. So that was just like, okay, well then maybe I just, maybe I'm just doing it the wrong way. So I just really kept it all in. Yeah, maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. So I was kind of, putting it back on myself. Am I good enough? Am I doing things right? And that yeah. stemmed back into being the perfectionist, right? Um, and like Nupi, I'm, I'm such a giver. And going through all of that, I really had to set some really, really firm boundaries with family. And it caused a lot yeah. of resentment because they were so used to me giving, 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 giving. So the second for me, I said, no, it was like, oh. <gasps> What the it hell? Like, yeah, yeah, it was like what happened. It was with friends. I mean, and the second I started putting boundaries, people left. And I'm like, well, I've got to take care of myself. Yeah. Um, so setting those and learning to say no has yeah. been something I have been doing a lot lately. Um, and I'm okay with that. And, and it, even if it's with people that I love, but I let them know that I need to have boundaries to protect my own self-care. So yeah, yes. a lot of that has oh. to happen. <laughs> I think that's one area that's really hard for mm-hmm. all of us. I know it's hard for me. It's taking care of ourselves and, and realizing where we have to draw the line sometimes and where we have to place boundaries. And I know yeah. through um, through this whole cancer battle that I've been going through, my energy level is not the same. And um, I can't do as much as I did because if I do, I suffer for it later. And yeah. so, and then it, and then it tends to pull you down, right? Yes. Uh, pull you down a little bit. And, so what I have learned that, you know, it's, it's so important because when you take care of yourself, you feel so much better about yourself. You feel so much better about everything. Okay. I am blessed with a beautiful wife who continues to remind me that I need to slow down and it's going to be okay. The world will move on without me. I, I, you know, I, that was the stark reality. I learned that when I was down for six w- weeks with my foot healing, the world kept moving. It didn't stop when I wasn't mm-hmm. out there. It was shocking. I thought the world would come to a screeching halt when I was down out there, but unfortunately it didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. No, fortunately it didn't. But, you know, they, I learned a lesson from that. Yeah. And the lesson was, you know, I've got to, I've got to weigh my priorities and do the things that are going to take care of myself. So I don't burn out from yes. what I'm doing in my profession or yes. what I'm doing in life, because it's yeah. so easy for that to happen. Yes. And, um, you know, I mean, Nupi, I think you have been a strong proponent in, and all the different things with your F list and the way people are taking care of themselves and looking at life 
And um, that's just a blessing, you know, because you've been able to come out the other side with a smile. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm, as, as you know, Russ, and I think the people who do know me here, it's what you see is really what you get. And if that's I'm good. not okay, I've learned how to say, hi, Aaron. Um, I've learned how to, as Famia said, really protect me and I do need reminding sometimes I do because I'm 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 somebody who I just fist pop basically <laughs> I love people and I love doing what I do this is my passion but you've also got to remember just because it's your passion you still have to not extend yourself the whole time and you know I think social media is very very new for me and I can see why people perhaps who haven't got these structures would burn out and really properly mm -hmm. crash and burn. The comparisonitis, the, oh, I'm not as good as that person. I don't give a shit. Oh, sorry, Russ. I don't give a damn about what other people are doing or not <laughs> because I am comfortable in my own skin. That is not to say I don't wibble bobble, as you know, Russ, and people who know me, of course I do. I have funky town moments. That's normal. It's how you come through it. Uh -huh. And it's that joy. It's that. It's the things that make your heart sing and your soul sparkle. And I think having the community around you, having like-minded souls as well. Yes. That is so, it's crucial. I wouldn't, right. yeah, it's, it's, that's what makes you. It's Let me jump future. in and just say, Vanessa, I'm going to give it to you, but I just want to say that speaking of the community, what you're talking about, uh, my uh, beautiful wife is constantly reminding me, but the community around me is also uh, there. And my good friend, Aaron, I just spoke to the other day and I'll be a little vulnerable at the moment. He just, call, he just called me and we had a chat, a short chat. And he was just reminding me, Russ, it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to listen to your wife. It's yeah. okay to slow down because you're doing a lot of stuff. And right now you got to realize you need that time to recover. And it's going to be a while. It's going to be, I mean, I'm just learning. It's going to be a while before I'm back. I have a year of treatments left. Yeah. It's going to be a while before I'm going to be back to where I can be. And I don't want to burn out in the process <laughs> trying to keep up with a certain schedule. And yeah. so just like tomorrow, I'll tell you, I, I just basically said, you know what? I changed things up and I have to run and get a test tomorrow. And I told my beautiful wife after that, we were planning to get away for a couple of days. We're heading to the coast, taking the dog, and we're heading to the coast, and we're going to relax for nice. a couple of days. And you know what? You just got to do that. You just got to yeah. shelve everything else and go do yeah. those things. Put That's important. You know? Yes. Yeah. So go yes. ahead, Vanessa and George. Yeah. Well, one of, sorry, one of the things that we did when we were working at the practice, because, of course, that was like, I liken that to a rat on a treadmill that just does not stop. And um, we put breaks in the schedule every three months, mandatory, at least a week off, maybe yeah. two, because we knew that we had to take care of ourselves or, you know, we were, we were going to crash and burn. Um, it, 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 you, know, you said something, Russ, that, um, that really resonates and that is um, about allowing yourself to be accountable and you have to have, and, and 
here is here's my accountability mm-hmm. right here. And she's not afraid when um, you know when things aren't going right, and mm-hmm. you know I'm I'm feeling bad about myself. You know, I'm having self doubts, and she'll you know basically say it's okay, um, it's okay. And she's she's also helps with the boundaries. And mm-hmm. you talked about it as well, Russ. I mean, you're. Your attitude is just so amazing, and, and I know there's a lot. I know there's a lot of reasons uh, for you to have the attitude that you have, and your your faith is just amazing, and it's a huge example for me. Um, but you, it, it boundaries. There just has to be boundaries, and for me, you talking about um, saying no. I, I've always had a tough time with that, and. Mm-hmm. You know, Vanessa has said, it's okay. Um, or don't say yes because <laughs> they, you could say yes and you're not thinking about the complications that it's going to cause for mm-hmm. because yep. or the kids because you're wanting to be all things for all people. Just can't. Just can't. It's impossible. It, it, is. It, it, it is impossible and you really have to to be aware that you can't be that because it just you just start to go down a whirlpool that um, that there's not a bottom to. Yeah. And I had to fall, you know, Dr. Jeep, like in a deep hole in order to figure that out. Because, again, the, the, wor- the key word for me was understanding what I was going through. I didn't know what was happening and the shifting of the blame and everything going on. It wasn't until I fell deeply in a, in a deep rabbit hole and I went off the grid for two years that I was like, oh, crap. I was like, something is wrong. I need to figure it out. I need to do just more self deep work, whatever it may be to figure out what it is that's triggering me into the burnout. And it was understanding that it was lack of boundaries that Mm -hmm. I was saying yes all the time, 24 hours a day. It was like, yes, yes, yes. And I spread myself so thin. I literally had no energy to Mm -hmm. give to myself. Um, And for me now it's my motto is say no to say yes. 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 And I don't feel guilty at all about it. People now understand that if I say no, I don't need to explain myself because that that sets the tone, the respect boundary of okay, for me I said no, maybe next time. And I and I used to add a lot of details. I used to be more well, I can't and I'm like, why? They don't need to know it's not their business. No. You know what I love about that? I love that you're teaching other people how to do it too. Exactly. And going exactly. against what society is telling us to do. Which yes. Is work, 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 and be more productive. But, yeah. you know, and, and being that advocate for yourself. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's only you're responsible for yeah. the way you feel, mm-hmm. for your thoughts, for, for your own happiness. That is not dependable or reliant on anybody else. And I think these are the golden nuggets I learned through burnout. I didn't know any of this. I mean, you know, coming through med school, you're working hard, etc. You know, I'm not taught this in medical school. It's True. life experience yeah. as well. It's working hard is glorified, right? That's like, yeah. And it's, it's like, absolutely. Ooh. And it's like, no, you will keep striving. And if you, you know, this is, this is what we expect. And, and it's the external expectation and it's also the internal because that's the conditioning you've had from yay high 
-hmm. and how you react with that, how you respond, what sort of mechanisms you have in place, they serve you for so long until it literally turns in on you. And that's the key. Once you've figured that bit out, unfortunately, the hard way, but that's the whole point. For the ones who have gone through burnout and come out, not just a bit better and okay, yeah, I've got my zing back. No, no, absolutely no way. Everybody has that right and deserve to feel like themselves, but with bells on. That's what I said to my therapist. And that's what I say to patients and clients. I don't, I don't accept I'm okay. I'm much better. I want you to come back into me and say, I'm frigging me with bells on again, because that's Mm -hmm. down to self. And once you get that, and actively with intention, mm-hmm. yes. don't settle for anything less, essentially. Yeah. You can yeah. create that. And and, yeah. and I think this is not, I, I don't know, I just think that there's, there's, a, there's a lack of this, I feel. Mm-hmm. Especially now, post-COVID and everything else. It's, it's, yeah, I just think this is so important. So many things are like ingrained into us. And you guys were yeah. talking about, you know, the, the, it's glorified to work hard yeah. and to just push, push, push. Yeah. And it comes to that point where we, we hit a wall. And mm-hmm. um, so I learned a really good, you know, George, you brought up my faith and, you know, I, I am very strong man of faith and trust God's going to take care of everything that I'm going through. I truly believe that, mm-hmm. but he also shows me lessons. Yeah. So, going into this illness and going into this treatment and being laid up and all of that, he has provided for me and given me income support, all those kind of things. The less that I've been able to get out and the less I've been able to do my old, old push, push run a hundred miles an hour, the better I've done. (laughs) So so I'm like going, so the whole idea of work hard (laughs) so you can make some money and you can get out there. He flipped that up on yeah. totally the other way. It's like, yeah. no, you're fine. It's, it's yeah. okay. I've got this. You know, and I really yeah. believe like when this first happened, I really felt God speaking to me saying, I've got this. You're good. You're okay. Wow. I've got the center control. And uh, he continued to show me that. But my humanness and my personality and all that keeps jumping back in and saying, nope, got to keep going. Nope, I got to do this. You know, yeah. it's not that I don't believe that, but it's, you know, it's so it's ingrained. ingrained. In mm-hmm. It is so hard for me. And my beautiful wife, Leah, can put, continues to tell me, just listen to me, she says. <laughs> and she's right. Just listen to me because you need to slow down and you need to do mm-hmm. these things. This is why, you know, and I'm learning this slowly but surely. And I am backing off slowly but surely. But it is hard. It's hard for me to do because that's not my personality. It's not the way yeah. I'm wired. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that it just becomes difficult. So, yeah. you know, Mia, when you really went through this whole thing and you did drop off the grid for a couple of years, what was the real, I think, what was the positive thing that finally flipped the switch that got you back in to, you know, do setting those boundaries and doing that? Was it setting the boundaries themselves or resetting how you approach things what was it that got you back on the positive track you know those it took me to give a little more context it took me five years to finally get out of that toxic work situation because i was very much manipulated and gaslit into thinking that if i left to feel guilty for leaving 
the learners, the individuals that were there, and it was my fault. And that putting on the Band-Aid, don't do it, don't do it. And when I finally left, I was like, I need to go because my mental health was suffering extremely bad. I mean, it was really bad. Um, so when I did go off the grid, I told myself I needed to find myself. The, the fact that I could not recognize myself and I didn't know who I was in the mirror was just the breaking point for me because all my relationships, friendships were pretty much ruined in a sense. Um, there was a lot of resentment happening on all sides. So when I took those two years off, I told myself I really need to discover who I am again. I need to go back and do the things that I like, like traveling, sports, hobbies, because those are all the things I kind of gave up because I was giving so much of my time to cater to everybody's needs. I forgot about Mia. Mm -hmm. So when I went through all that self-discovery and exploring and journaling, and then I started connecting with people that understood where I was coming from because they also went through burnout. And I was like, you too? And they're like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, oh, oh, you know, somebody that finally understood. So it took a while, Russ, but I finally made it and I decided I need to put myself back out there. But I told myself that I was going to be me else. and I was going to say no. I was going to set boundaries and whoever respected that could stay within my yes. space. And if they didn't, well, I'm okay to let you go because yeah. we're not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. And Newby, go ahead. Go ahead, Newby. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because we heard what you said. <laughs> what did she say? What did I miss? I just, when you were saying, Mia, you know, if people get me, they can stay, fine. You're part of my circle. And if they don't, you know, fine, I'll let them go. And I was going, yeah, they can just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I forget that we're actually on screen and stuff. So when we're, you know, when we're in the little boxes on the side. I got to have Noopy sign a new disclaimer. <laughs> we're trying to keep this PG. <laughs> oh, fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, um, but when we're in the little boxes, I'm like talking to you. I'm really expressive. So I'm like going, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, to pick up on that, yes, along the way as you, hi, Randy, um, along the way as you learn, you're, you're then healing and then you're growing and then you're evolving and the people around you don't necessarily come along with you. And that's okay. It's like my favorite movie, Interstellar. I know I'll go off on a tangent, but there's a reason. And you know when you're like orbiting in space and there's too many things in the space, in the rocket, and they have to let a few things go so they can survive. Mm -hmm. It's exactly like that. So you've got to let, you can't keep flourishing forwards with a lot of baggage attached. You've got to let something go to create that space for the new stuff. And I think, again, it's conditioning or even this comes to family as well. There can be a lot of dysfunction and, oh, you know, you can choose what you do with your time, who you spend it with, aligned to what lights you up. I mm -hmm. can't stress that enough because there are so many people who don't and the, the consequence of not it's not just, oh, I'm going to feel a little bit sad or I'm going to feel a little bit tired. No, this affects your physical health mm -hmm. properly. 
And this is what leads to disease, actually. The cells retain this. It's chronic stress. It's all science. Mm. It's all evidence-based. In fact, it may be guilt, too. There's a guilt. lot of oh, guilt. These no. are the negative emotions. These mm -hmm. are the lower vibration frequencies that literally are toxic to mm -hmm. your own body. And that is the key here. And it's, you know, I can see it from a science perspective. I can also see it from a very holistic healing perspective. The number of people, you know, bitterness, regret, anger, all mm -hmm. these lower based energies, they're literally weighing your soul and your essence, your phys essence. Yeah. It's, dulling, it's dulling the light. Way to squeeze that in. I have to. I have to. I've got my own language going on. And, and I and I guess it's recognizing that and basically going, no, F off. That's my first F for a reason. I'm going to look after me because I am so Missy Elliott with there. Oh, yeah. That's well, on my F list as well. It's the worth list. It's the worth list at the yeah. end of the F list. I want to jump in there, Noopy, real quick and mm -hmm. say that you know, it's just like what Jim Rohn says, that mm -hmm. we are the average of the five people closest to us. You surround mm -hmm. yourself with the right kind of people. It's going to lift you up or it's going to tear you down. Yes. Right. So you got to get people that are. And like like uh, Ken was saying, Kenny was saying, sometimes you got to kick some people to the curb. Sometimes you've got to get people out of your immediate circle that are dragging you down. You can't yeah, pull everybody down. up. And, you know, it's good to be able to encourage. I'm all about encouraging and inspiring people, right? But that doesn't mean that I'm directly hanging out with those people all the time. Yes. I they have to do it themselves. People like like y'all right here that are going <laughs> to lift me up and make me smile. Mm -hmm. And speaking of lifting me up and making me smile, we got to do the last round. And so okay. we're going to start with Mia. And we're going to do the golden nuggets from today's mm. discussion. You want people to remember. And then how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, so my go golden nugget to everyone is set those boundaries. Do not feel guilty for saying no. You are going to have a lot of noise, a lot of naysayers telling you to do this and that to make you feel guilty, but don't because in order to take care of yourself, you have to say no. You have to set those boundaries because, and you need to be mindful too of where you're spending that energy and with whom because people can burn you out with negative energy yeah. you know i like to be around positive God. energy the uplifting the ones that are good for my soul and you know i like to put that out there because that's what attracts people to that energy and kind of repels everybody else away you know yes. love all people but does it mean that they all need to be in our inner circle yeah right love that so that is awesome how do people get in touch with you mia so you can find me on LinkedIn. I am there floating around uh, all over, <laughs> connecting with people and yeah, just really just empowering people to speak up and use their voice. There you go. And you know, Love magically, it. all that information appeared below you. And mm -hmm. so people can click right on that. Just a reminder, everybody, it's clickable. It's clickable. All right. Dr. Jeep and Vanessa. I, I would say... Um... You know, let somebody be somebody who, you know, um, has your best interests at heart. And, and for me, it's. I was going to say the same it's, thing. It's, uh, well, oh, it's so cute. Everybody <laughs> has their person or needs to have their person. And, and you have to you have to listen to them. Know that they have your best interest. Mm -hmm. And I listen to them. Um, 
but as it's passionate intuition um, to know that what they're saying to you comes from a good place and that they, and you have to listen to that and you need to be vulnerable. Those mm -hmm. two things along with mindfulness, I think is really not only going to prevent your, uh, your burnout period uh, from getting worse, um, but it's also going to um, solve it, I think, in the long mm -hmm. run. And, and I won't be real long. Russ, you were able to allow your faith to help you because um, you heard that and you took action on that. You knew where that was coming from. So, yes, he did a lot for you, but you did a lot for yourself as well. Mm -hmm. I, I had to get that in there. Well, thank you. I mean, I think I appreciate that. I mean, we, we all have to take that action, right? I mean, we've got yeah. to take the step ourselves. So, yeah. so the best way yeah. to connect with the two of you, as you tell me, is magically appearing below you. But go ahead. Yay! Yes, absolutely. <laughs> On LinkedIn. And our business is best friends again, um, because one of the keys to a healthy relationship is being best friends. And if you're not, um, we will teach you how to become best friends again. Yeah, that's so awesome. Thank you so much for that. It's and so who do we have left? It's Noopy. It's me. It's me. It's me. Gosh. Okay. So my final words are... You know what? At the end of the day, you have one, you've got one lifetime here. Mm -hmm. Consciously. Yes, you might have past lifetimes and all of that. I won't go into that now. But you have one lifetime here. Live it for yourself. Not to the expectations of other people around and what, what, what people think you should do or what you think they, what, what the expectation is. And fundamentally, take ownership of your needs because that power is always with you. And people sometimes forget that. And I think this is the most powerful thing I can share with everybody is that you have the power to change your thoughts, to change these feelings. I can, I can show you how. We can learn how. But you that power is always within you. You always have a choice. It's about taking the pause. I've got three P's. Taking that pause, the mindfulness, the step back, the fuck off, focus, breathe, and then flip and reframe. Notice, name, reframe. What's going on? And then it's looking at this other perspective. But that is so crucial because people sometimes forget that this is happening to me. Oh, my gosh. And I'm not for one minute putting that sort of it, it matters what's going on but guess what you can also navigate that in a different way yes and that's the difference shit happens in your life and believe you me the practice about the practice community i used to work in mega inner city very deprived very complex needs we're talking gangster land seriously but i loved it and you can come through stuff. I've seen it. I've been involved with that. So it's about give yourself grace and yeah. compassion and that self-love, really. 
um, and reach out. Please reach mm -hmm. out. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to do this on your own. So those are my final words. And people can get hold of me um, pretty much on LinkedIn. I live on LinkedIn and I'll, I'm usually butterflying around time zones. Al's still Any trying to find you. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm either in Pacific or I'm kind of in Pacific stroke Eastern stroke GMT, but I'm on LinkedIn essentially. And um, please just direct message me. My Calendly link is there somewhere and it's, it's all over my about me section as well. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube, um, Instagram, I always forget what Facebook, that's it. And all under the Glitter Practitioner, basically. The Glitter Practitioner. And don't forget my live stream show every Monday, which is produced by the oh no, wrong way. This wonderful person over here who produces it and um and sponsors it. Oh my god, I forgot to say that bit. And sponsors me as well. And that is every Monday at eight o'clock GMT, which is twelve noon. Pacific Standard Time. So yes. yes. Well, you know, I think with all that you said, you're talking about live the life you choose. You know, and I had to get yeah. in my shameless plug. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Uh, because we all have a choice. You know, it's the perspective yeah. we have on life. I love the quote by Ed Milet, and I think um, um, he he always says, "Life happens for you, not to you." I think we let life happen to us so too much instead of looking at what's happening for us and making those mm -hmm. choices creating those boundaries and moving in the direction that we know is best, right? Instead of it just, you know, because people are constantly, we talked about this the other day, shooting all over us. That's <laughs> what we should do. We should yeah. do this. We should do that. Uh, and we listen to them instead yeah. of the wisdom voices, like my beautiful wife that are telling us to slow down and take care of our lives, take care of ourselves so that we can be a benefit, an inspiration for other people. So yeah. I, for one, I'm all for, you know, reminding ourselves daily, take care of ourselves so we can take care of others and avoid that burnout syndrome. And I tell you, you have all been amazing. You're such amazing friends. Thank you so much for being here today. We're going to wrap you. this show up today. Thank you You're for having us. Thank you for having us. You're Thank welcome. You. Well, you're, you're awesome, welcome. my hero. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sending you loads yeah. of big bombs and love. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are welcome anytime. And we're going to close out the show with all of you just here with me. I'm just going to close it out and do the outro and tell you that, you know what? We are here at 4 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time every Thursday on Rust Reels Live. Love having everybody here. We have so many great comments that I'm not even going to get through them all before the show's over. So we're just going to say goodbye until we see you again. Have a great day and a great life. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.